This is an AMI podcast. My name is Bruce Cook, and I ride freestyle motocross. This is the biggest trick in the world of action sports. A double front flip! 35 feet in the air, I under-rotated. When I landed, I couldn't feel my legs. I knew this would not be the end for me. With the help of friends, innovation, and modifications... You want to talk about a comeback? Here it is! Ten months later, I landed the world's first backflip as a paraplegic. Touring with Nitro Circus has gotten my story out there and triggered a flood of messages from people with injuries and disabilities. It's been seven years, and I'm ready to help other people. I've teamed up with some other innovative friends, and we are on a mission to help people with disabilities experience epic adventures. By hook or by cup. I'm just getting into Prince George, and it is super green this time of year. I'm actually really excited to meet Jenna. She's been in a power wheelchair since she was born, and she craves adrenaline and adventure. It sounds like she feels uncomfortable asking for the help that she needs to get out and explore, so I'm hoping that she'll be willing to put her faith in me and join me on an epic adventure. Jenna? Yeah. Hi. hi. <laughs> Bruce Cook. Oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> I heard you want to go on a bit of an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Hello>. Awesome. <laughs> I'm Jenna Wetherich, and this is Peaches. She's a bearded dragon. I have arthrogryposis. It's a limb condition. It means I have locked joints. I am in a power wheelchair. I need help with, like, just basic necessities, brushing your teeth or, like, brushing your hair. I love flying and being up in the air. At the carnival that comes here every year, I always like going on the, they have this like hang gliding carnival ride, and I love going on that one. Had to fly a lot for surgeries back and forth from Vancouver for my childhood. I like to fly, like feel free, you know? My parents were young when they had me and you know, it was probably hard raising a disabled child. It just like made me asking for help, like grabbing something that's too far away or too high. They just say, oh, go do it yourself. We're busy right now. I'd go and I'd figure it out. And it took me a while, but eventually I figured it out. I had to gain a lot of independence that way. My doctors and everyone said that I would never be able to walk, and I did not like that. I just stood up and took a step, then got really excited, fell on my butt, and then got back up and took some more steps. I walked until I was 12 years old, so about for three years. I stopped walking because I was a kid and went down a slide, broke my leg, and then just kind of got scared of walking. I'd always like watch kids go and play on the playground. And I, you know, I wish I could do that, but I never could unless like, I had help. But then as I got bigger, people wanted to not help me because it gets hard and because I'm bigger. I don't like to ask people for help because it makes me feel like a burden. 
I know it keeps me from doing things that I want to do, but I just don't want anyone to feel obligated or like they have to help me. Sounds like Jenna really struggles with asking for help. So I'm excited for her to realize that sometimes when you ask for help and get help, that epic things can happen. What was it like kind of growing up? As a kid and like my whole life, I've just been super determined to just kind of blend in and like not be seen. Some people are scared of me. I guess the wheelchair can be kind of intimidating. I was injured six years ago, so it's been a bit of a struggle getting used to the wheelchair and I guess accepting it. Um, what is your chair like for you? I always just kind of sit and watch other people have fun. I sit and listen to people tell me stories about how they climbed a mountain or went skiing, and that's something I probably won't be able to do. Do you feel like then your body kind of can't keep up with your mind and what it wants to do? Exactly. In my mind, I can kind of visualize how like my hands and like legs or whatever would work. And then I just sit there and like look at my hands and like, huh, these images don't match up. I feel trapped inside my body. I want to be able to do everything. <laughs> I probably avoid situations that uh you'd think that you might have to ask for help just so people don't have to? Like, would you say you're the same as far as like... Yeah. Just avoiding situations? Mm-hmm, definitely. I feel like I'm missing out on like the adventure part of life because I'm very limited. So what do you think if we went skydiving? If you went skydiving is the main thing. <laughs> I've always wanted to go skydiving ever since I was young. <laughs> I think that would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> Today we're on beautiful Vancouver Island. Jenna really has her heart set on skydiving, but I want to give her a little surprise warm-up adventure first. I brought my friend Ashley with me. She lost her sight about 10 years ago, and she's had to learn to ask for help when she needs it. I think asking for help is one of the hardest things anybody has to learn, disabled or not disabled. Even I, in the past, have felt like a burden to people and haven't wanted to ask for help. I don't get very far without someone assisting me, um, but I still find ways to enjoy my life. We just arrived at Wild Play Element Parks, and this place is awesome. Uh, Jenna's about to arrive, and I think she's going to have her mind blown. I'm nervous. I don't know really what I'm doing. Nervous to find out. <laughs> hey, Jenna. Hey, Bree. How's it going? Hi. Hi. This is my friend Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Jenna. Hi. Nice to meet you. Behind us, you'll notice a massive bridge, which wow. sits 150 feet over the Nanaimo River. And uh, there's a swing up top that you guys are going to be doing. And uh, that swing goes right down 140 kilometers an hour basically skims your toes across the river oh, wow. and oh, <laughs> swing back and forth God. a few times. So if that doesn't get the adrenaline going, then uh, I don't know what will. <laughs> That's what we're going to do together? That's what you guys are doing. Oh, wow. Goodness. This is, it looks exciting. I'm, I'm excited. super terrified of heights, so I'm excited that you're excited. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, Jenna, if you want to take Ashley, and we'll get started. Okay, let's, cool. let's go do this. Awesome. <laughs> 
Before I take Jenna skydiving, my friend Ashley's gonna help me test her grit on a 150 foot high swing. Okay, so Jenna and Ashley are at the top. Whoa, that is high up. Holy, that is a big bridge. Wow. <laughs> what do you see, Jenna? Well, there is a lot of big rocks over to the side, over right. to the right side, so we right. won't land on those. And right directly underneath us is the water. I can literally feel like I can see the top of the tree right there. <laughs> I am so scared of heights. How, are you are you scared at all? I'm a bit nervous for you. <laughs> well, it's okay. We'll, we got this. <sighs> this is really cool. I've never been this like high up on a bridge before. Have you ever done anything like this before? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> quite brave. Quite brave, I must say. And you can see what is down there. I can't even see what's down there and I'm more scared than you are. <laughs> Honestly, in the video I was that I saw of this ahead of time, I was thinking no problem, but in person right here, being able to see how high above me the bridge is and how far below me the water is, I'd be nervous. It, uh, exciting, but yeah, that, that'll get the blood flowing for sure. Ashley and Jenna's over-the-shoulder harnesses clip together and to a winch line overhead. Once engaged, tension from the winch line will pull them off the bridge and fling them into a 150-foot pendulum motion at 140 kilometers per hour. All right, you guys, so we're gonna oh my God. tension this up a little bit oh. further. All right, you guys, we're gonna count you down. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. I feel so free and like uh, awesome right now. Like, just everything feels great. It was so much fun. <laughs> Can we go again? Just kidding. <laughs> that was awesome. I, I felt comfort that you were also freaking out with me. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping me, Jenna, because your lack of fear is was infectious. There's no way I would have been able to be up there and slide my little bum off the edge alone. I would have 100% <laughs> backed out. Definitely have to step over out of my comfort zone and ask a lot of people for help. and. It's been good. Asking for help is just something that, you know, able-bodied and disabled people have to do, and it's not a bad thing. How was it? Oh my gosh, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, she was giving you dirty looks from the top of the bridge. I didn't know where you were, but I was like, well, I agreed anything he makes me do. What did it feel like? It was amazing, oh my gosh. The free fall was like really scary at first, but. Well, Ashley, you did it. So obviously she did a pretty good job of helping you through it. There's no way I would have been able to do it by myself. I think that's a pretty good test for what's coming later. Perfect day for jumping out of a plane. Exactly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Skydiving is really serious business. So I found a guy named Barry Sear who invented a system that allows people with disabilities to jump safely. My name is Barry Sear. I'm operations manager for Skydive BC, Skydive Yukon. I've been jumping for 
44 years now, I've got almost 5,000 parachute jumps. Jenna, she is dead set on skydiving. We came up with the idea to maybe go parasailing or something. She 100% wants to go skydiving, which honestly, I can't blame her. I'm the type of person who likes to go big or go home. Mm -hmm. So I uh, figured we'd maybe bring in the professionals for this one. Okay. A lot of people make one jump and that's it. They've, they've done their one jump. And then there's people like me who are lifers. <laughs> this is our adaptive skydiving uh, harness modification. And what we do is we start out with a standard system. And what we did is we modified it by putting what we call an I-mod on the back, on the bottom end. And that kind of fills in the hole in the back of the harness. So the standard harness itself is kind of like a climbing harness where you have two or a strap over each one of your shoulders. Yep. It's, just, then... like, it's just like a fall arrest harness. Right. You look at it from the front here. So you got yeah. the strap over each shoulder. Yeah, and, and then your legs go in here in the big loops at the bottom. Your leg, and those each are, leg goes through its own loop, yeah. and then two straps in yeah. front, and your legs put, through one, and then a strap over each shoulder. So yeah. you're, you're in there, definitely. Oh yeah. And uh, the, the bottom strap, the belly band, was something that we added for uh, additional spinal support. Oh, okay. Uh, we get a lot of, uh, of my uh, parachutists have have like rods in their backs and things like that, uh, right. fused uh, spine and stuff like that. So we wanted to make sure that the harness was, was kind of like a cage yep. where it completely encompassed the entire body and supported the entire body. Cool. Okay, now on the uh, system, what we've done is we have added all these harness modifications. And this part's unique to you, correct? Yes. Barry has designed a cuff system that connects his legs to Jenna's to provide limb stability in freefall. Once the parachute is deployed, Barry will maneuver Jenna's legs into a seated position using his legs and a series of pulleys, locking them out of the way with a cam lock. He will then pull a cord that releases his legs from hers, giving him independent movement in preparation for landing. I want to know exactly how this works, so Barry's going to gear me up. Pulleys attached to my right shoulder, or one of the four pulleys. Eject cord. Well, these these were another modification that was added on later on because what was happening is when we were pulling down on the cord and lifting the legs up, it was pulling the chest strap all the way down. Yeah. So we put it up here and it-, it Two little uh, straps to keep it yeah, up it, on your chest. Yeah, it keeps it up high on your chest. So we've got our three parts of line there. We've got our cam lock here. This is the release. Your ankle cuffs attached to my ankle cuffs yep. and that's what yep. controls mm -hmm. my legs. Okay, let's hang you up. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this Touch. all day. <laughs> Time to get hung. I think a lot of things, especially extreme sports, something like skydiving, uh, it's, you know, most of the time people with disabilities are on the sidelines just watching and, you know, you want to just be included and be able to do it. For the first time, even able-bodied have to go with someone, tandem, and uh, so you're basically doing the exact same thing, but doing it in a way where it can control your legs when you can't yourself and get them out of the out of the way for a safe landing. And when we land, we just come in. Yep, and then your legs are fully on the ground, mine are up out of the way. Yep. And then once we stop, then I get the yep. camera release. Get that, and it releases and the legs are free. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> Pretty simple. You can just see his genuine excitement about creating something that uh, has nothing to do with him, basically. He just made this so that others could experience what he experiences in skydiving. There you go. Just chilling, eh? Here, have him lean yeah. it on me. How's that? <laughs> Jenna struggles with asking people for help because it makes her feel like a burden. But today, with the help of Barry Sear, Jenna is going to get geared up and go skydiving. I need help with, like, just basic necessities. 
if the little things annoy people, the big things are gonna be a whole lot worse. And that's how it has been. Yes, I'll get help, but you know, every once in a while I'll get like a sigh or like someone will roll their eyes or just little things like that that makes me feel bad about asking for help. To ask for help for something as big as skydiving, that very, very nerve wracking. <laughs> You all ready to go skydiving? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, let's go. All righty, <laughs> here we go. Uh, I've always wanted to make this sport available to everyone, uh, to see the joy on their faces, and, and making people happy is what I love doing. Making it possible for them to do it is, is what gives me happiness. Oh, you're gonna love it. You're gonna have a good time. This is gonna be great. <laughs> like, this is something I've always wanted to do, and so, the fact that it, I'm actually doing it is everything. It's just, it's amazing. It blows my mind. I feel like this is gonna be so freeing. It's not something you can put in words, you have to experience it. It increases your self-esteem. Excited? Yeah, I'm getting nervous though. You know, if you can bring yourself to the edge and, and jump off, you've got a whole new life waiting for you on the other side. I kind of started regretting it. I'm like, why the hell do this? Go, go. Yeah, take a deep breath. up there and oh. <laughs> yeah I just uh, I have no words <laughs> here we go we're gonna lock the brakes now we kind of jumped into the edge of a cloud it was like so cool and something I've always wanted to do
We saw the ocean and the like mountain range and like it was so beautiful. <laughs> Felt weird having to trust these random people, but I did it. <laughs> I used to get so nervous and it used to take me such a long time to just build up the courage to ask for help. Everyone needs help, I guess, you know? I need to accept who I am, accepting that I'm worth somebody's help. I loved watching Jenna's confidence grow as she took two massive leaps these last few days. I think Adrenaline Jenna is just getting started. I'm definitely feeling a lot better about myself now more than ever. Uh, I just kind of, you know, wonder what else, what, what's next to explore. <laughs> Hosted by myself, Bruce Cook, with the help of Ashley King. Produced by Pamela Tomlinson. Story editor, Connie Edwards. Audio recorded by Mike Peterson. Music by Casey Van Wensum. Final mix by Tyler Gillis. Special thanks to Jenna Wuthrich, Peaches the Bearded Dragon, and Barry Sear. For Accessible Media Inc., story consultant, Arthur Shepard. Integrated Described Video Consultant, Ron Rickford. I think we should put Peaches back. Oh, okay, Peaches is going in my head now. I don't want it to pull out your hair. <laughs> A Render Digital Production. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.